Hey, hey, what is up, spiritual hooligan? Let me ask you a question. Do you overthink things and drive yourself crazy trying to, you know, avoid making mistakes and fantasies in your head? I mean, does the drunk monkey sort of talk you out of doing stuff, doing the things that you want because it fantasizes about looking bad or being embarrassed? Well, I've been helping high conscious people like you quiet your mind so you can live an epic life for decades. And here's a secret from today's conversation. If you don't know the purpose of the mind chatter, you'll never get it to stop. My name is Matthew Ferry and I'm bringing you your daily enlightenment. It's your moment to pause, to slow down, to get connected to enlightened perspectives. I want to help you to quiet your mind and restore your peace. So let's start by taking a deep breath in together. Do that now through the nose. Hold your breath, hold it as long as you can. Close your eyes if that's appropriate. If it's not appropriate, then keep your eyes open. That's okay. But just keep taking long, slow, deep breaths and, and being in the present moment with me. Let's let go of the stresses and the concerns of the survival consciousness. And we'll do it right now by setting our intention together for enlightened consciousness to flow through. Repeat after me. Take a deep breath in. Please set the intention for enlightened consciousness to flow through, to experience the purity of my own consciousness, to know that all is well, to embrace life, people, and circumstances exactly as they are. Please set the intention to release my need for things to be different, to practice total and complete acceptance of all people in all situations at all times, including myself. Take another deep breath in. Connect with this idea that all is well. Because enlightenment is basically the perspective that all is well. And you can't achieve that perspective if the drunk monkey in your head is worrying and fearing and fretting and doubting. The drunk monkey will never experience all is well. That's not its job. Its job is to react to life, to keep you moving away from the bad stuff and moving toward the good stuff. It's both automatic and it's a reflex, and that's what we're gonna address today. We're gonna to address one of the six unconscious reflexes of the drunk monkey in my book, Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Today, I wanna to read you chapter 14, and I wanna help you to get on your way to releasing this unconscious reflex. The way to peace is to transcend the mind's motivation to speak. So let's move in that direction right now. Chapter 14. Avoid making the same mistake twice. Okay, I know I'm overly enthusiastic about quiet mind epic life and living with enlightened perspectives, and that's because it is literally awesome to do so. And during the last two days, I gotta tell you, Kristen and I have had a breakdown over money. And this was mostly because I was irresponsible, which is true, and that she had to clean up all my messes from the past, and that's also true. And it's been about a 24-hour period with no peace. We've both been on a roller coaster and we've been going through these various states of, of being disgruntled and having little temper tantrums and blaming on both sides. Definitely not quiet mind and definitely not epic life. But here's the amazing part. We both have the tools to go within, to reflect on what causes our upsets and then release it. And this all happened 
between Tuesday at 10 a.m. and Wednesday at 10 a.m. 24 short hours. Do you know how amazing that is? Now, it was irresponsible, okay? And I created this blow up and she was mad and I was proud and I had pride and she was a victim and I was annoyed and suddenly I had I had grudges and hatred showing up and she was resentful and holding grudges against me, right? Sounds like marriage, doesn't it? But here's the difference. She took the time to uncover what she was actually reacting to and then releasing it. And I took the time to uncover what was the source of my irresponsible behavior and boom, the breakthrough begins to happen within 24 hours. And that's crazy good. Financial turmoil and how to deal with it is the kind of thing that can shake a marriage to the core. And using the tools in this book not only helped us to move past that upset quickly, but we are now in the process of becoming even more financially strong as a couple. The breakdown has started a breakthrough. Little side note for you, because this is reading from my book, which I wrote this chapter probably two years ago. The transformation that has occurred from that breakdown has been extraordinary. My level of rational, responsible ways of operating financially has easily doubled. And her uh, desire to contribute and, and to get in there and collaborate with me on finances has massively improved and we have come together. It's taken work for us to do that. But it all came out of the tools and the techniques that I am teaching. So let me get back to reading the book. You may be asking what the result was. Well, today we're sitting in the backyard and my mind was so quiet that I was overwhelmed by the beauty of the trees, the butterflies and the birds. Optimism had returned. And this is how life is. It's messy. The drunk monkey is irrational and irresponsible. It holds people accountable to things and then it gets mad and plays the victim when they don't do what you want. The drunk monkey is outdated software. The drunk monkey is an amazing tool for survival. And you and I are so lucky to have one. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's a cornerstone of our species' success. And unfortunately, life has changed faster than our biology can keep up with. We're currently on this hockey stick of progression, and the drunk monkey is simply out-of-date software. See, today you are safer than your ancestors. You're safer than literally all your ancestors put together. You are barely ever in real danger. If you have one brush with death in this lifetime, it would be a really big deal. But let's be honest, what kills most people? It's what we eat. It's the stress that we have, right? It's, the, it's sort of like stuff that's completely in our control. But the drunk monkey is no help there, right? The drunk monkey is hardwired for real danger not self-inflicted danger like eating foods that'll create a heart attack or cancer or stressing yourself out over imaginary hallucinated events that'll never happen. The drunk monkey is designed to deal with living in a low conscious, lawless group of selfish people. That's the design. 
places where there are real danger from animals and work and other threatening people. But that's not you. Not if you're watching these videos. Not if you're listening to this podcast. You're living at the height of humanity in one of the safest and most prosperous times in the history of our species. So let's talk about this idea that is this time really like last time? Because this is an unconscious reflex of the drunk monkey. The drunk monkey steers you away from bad things by imagining what might happen. It tries to premeditate the outcome and it uses the past to determine how it will handle the present. It uses the past. Now you're thinking to yourself, well, that's a very rational thing to do. And that's true. It is a really rational thing to do, except most of your life is not the same as it was before. And you're operating out of fear programs rather than possibility programs, enlightened programs, prosperity thinking. So for example, picture this, you're walking down the street and you, and bang, you, you, uh, you know, uh, bang yourself up in a fall. And the drunk monkey will remember that section of the street. And every time you walk down it, you'll get a flash of that fall. Pretty awesome, right? I mean, that's like really cool. It's awesome for real danger. It's terrible for real life. Why? Because the drunk monkey oversteps its bounds by creating unrelated connections between things. Things that are not connected, it's connecting them. For example, as a kid, a man in a black overcoat scares you. Now you're 30 years old, a potential client shows up in a meeting, they're in a black overcoat. You don't know why you feel uncomfortable, but you do. The imbalance in your emotions causes you to, to present your ideas poorly and the meeting is a bust. In essence, the drunk monkey was left unchecked and correlated a black overcoat to a potentially threatening thing and you got scared. The drunk monkey misunderstands the current situation and it shoots your body full of adrenaline. The same biological response from when you were scared as a kid. Now for people like you and me, it's very subtle. But instead of using your cognitive, creative, intuitive brain, the drunk monkey goes into survival mode when being optimistic and resourceful are the appropriate response. In this case, you're being impacted by an unconscious reflex called avoiding making the same mistake twice. The drunk monkey assumes that last time this happened, so that means this time it'll happen too. And of course, that is completely irrational and totally insane. Can you imagine saying to your child, look, the last time you tried to walk, you kept falling down. This walking thing doesn't seem to be working for you. You should just crawl around for the rest of your life. Give me a break. But that's what the drunk monkey is doing to you. That's what it's proposing to you on a regular basis. It tries to convince you that this time will be like that time and it avoids making the same mistake twice. But awareness is key. And this is the game changer process. Awareness makes you flexible, which reveals new options. And that gives you the power to decide what you're actually committed to and rise above, transcend, go through the negativity and to shape your destiny. Now, as a side note, having an enlightened perspective doesn't solve your inadequacies. For example, if you are undisciplined with money, your enlightened perspectives, I can tell you this, won't make you more disciplined. 
It won't magically solve your problems. It will, though, give you the personal power to address your inadequacies with peace, with joy, and with bold intensity, with fearlessness. You will become unburdened by the insecurities and the self-deprecation that the drunk monkey will create when you embrace enlightened perspectives. This is why I am saying to you, enlightenment is highly recommended. Because then you can do the things that you want to do without worry, without concern. The drunk monkey uses its forecasting ability to see if this time is like that other time in the past. And rather than being specific and exact, the drunk monkey relies on generalization. It approximates. It fills in the gaps. It assumes. And with introspection, you will start to realize that the drunk monkey inaccurately assesses the situation most of the time. Most of the time, the drunk monkey has it wrong. Most of the time. The drunk monkey says, don't make that call. Last time you asked for something, you didn't get it. They told you no, and she's going to probably tell you no again, and that'll be embarrassing. But this time is not like last time. So many variables have changed. The drunk monkey collapses all of its information together and presents it to you like its assessment is a sure thing, and that's preposterous. The drunk monkey says, mm, I'm not a big fan of snowboarding. You know, last time I went snowboarding, I fell and, and you know, you fell on your ass, Matthew, and, and you hurt your tailbone and it was sore for days. So rather than addressing the basic premise of learning, right, which is essentially failing over and over and over until you succeed, that's what learning is, the drunk monkey categorically rules it out and says, nope, you know what, it's not going to work. Don't live your life trying to avoid making mistakes. It's a mistake not to make mistakes. There is no failure. There is only learning. Mistakes are failures. Mistakes and failures both are the path to getting the new things that you want in your life. So you don't encourage your kids to stop trying to catch the ball just because she's dropping it. You just, you don't do that, right? You don't stop going after what you want just because you haven't achieved your goal yet. Create a new context that empowers you. That's the game. That's recontextualization. Create a new context that empowers yourself. Empower yourself when you are afraid of making the same mistake twice. Write a little short script. Have a little conversation with a drunk monkey. Help it to feel safe. Take control. See, when you're going to have to learn, have a little chat with a drunk monkey. Hey, look, we're going to have to learn stuff. Have a little talk with the drunk monkey. Maybe you say something like this. Hey, drunk monkey, everything I do is perfect no matter what the results are. I love being uncomfortable because it means I'm doing something new. New actions mean new results. So let's do an experiment, drunk monkey, and see what happens. Let's find out if you're right about the mistake or if I'm right about learning. See, when you spot the drunk monkey trying to avoid making the same mistake twice, you want to neutralize that unconscious reflex by taking away all of its options and examining it with a critical eye. Really important. So here's a question. What have you been avoiding doing because the drunk monkey is talking you out of it? 
And what, what are you going to do now? Will you leave me a comment and tell me what you've been avoiding and what you're going to do now? Let's chat about this. Leave me a comment. My name is Matthew Ferry, author of Quiet Mind, Epic Life. Will you make sure to like this video and will you share it with your fellow spiritual hooligans out there in the world and leave me a comment? Those three things tell YouTube this is a video other people should watch. So your like, your share, your comment, that means a lot to me. But you know what? It also makes a big difference in the world because YouTube will serve this up to more people like you and I. And this is the stuff that we dig. We love these kinds of conversations. So if you're digging the things that I'm saying, of course, subscribe. Make sure that you get every video that I'm sending you. And then finally, consider joining us in our Spiritual Hooligan Facebook group. There's a bunch of people like you and I. We're all communing and talking and chatting about this stuff. I'll put the link below. Thanks again for tuning in to this Daily Enlightenment.